Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus Saints. We just want to say that we love you so much. And yeah, there's just really nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that you had a beautiful night. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you uh, awake uh, with the Lord's peace and with the Lord's presence. Amen. In your heart. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I tell you what. I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. In your life. Amen. I'm excited about um, those that have chosen to go another path. But they, but they realize that, you know what, this is just not the way to go for me. Amen. And they're turning around. Amen. They're turning around. Amen. I'm excited for these uh, that have this second and third and fourth and fifth chance. Amen. Every last one of us. Amen. The Lord has had mercy on. Amen. Do you believe that? Every last one of us. Okay, the Lord has had mercy on. And uh, with that being said, I'm excited for another chance. Amen. Another chance to show the Lord that I am in it for real. Amen. Another chance to show the Lord that I mean what I say. Another chance to show the Lord, okay, that, uh, yes, I'm walking this walk by faith. Amen. In the name of Jesus, another chance, another day to lift up my voice, another day to edify and exalt, another day to get it right, another day. Amen. Some people didn't have another day. Some people just didn't have it, saints. Hallelujah. But guess what? You and I, we have this other day. Amen. This is our another day. This is another day to breathe. Hallelujah. And this is another day to let's walk on water. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 17 and verse 28. Amen. Acts chapter 17 and verse 28. All right. This is our another day amen it's our another day acts chapter 17 hallelujah hallelujah all right okay how about we start excuse me how about we start uh at verse 22. And I probably won't be before you long. Amen. I know you may have a long day ahead of you. Amen. I am. Uh, I'm excited. Amen. I'm excited uh, about what God is going to do today. Amen. I'm just. I'm thrilled and overjoyed. Amen. Acts chapter 17. And verse 22. Read like this. It says. Then, Paul, Lord, I thank you for going before this podcast on today. I pray, Lord God, that you are speaking under the things that you desire to say to us on today in the name of Jesus. It says, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, says, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. Oh, we do you know anybody that's superstitious? Good God, my Lord, my Lord. So, Paul said this in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens. He said, I perceive. Now, when we when we use the word perceive now, see. I believe it's after you watch someone, then you, you then you understand what it is. You know, you can watch a person and then understand, oh, okay, okay. I know what it is. They they they're they're really not used to being around a lot of people. That's why they're shy. It's not that they don't like you. It's just that they're really not used to being around 
people. And they're not really used to having to open up and have conversation with people. It's not you. It's just that they're not you. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, perceive, perceive. But let's look and see what perceive means. Perceive. Perceive means to become aware or conscious of something. All right? Or come to realize or understand. Okay? Definition two Interpret or look on someone or something in a particular way, regard as. Okay? So, perceive means to interpret or look on someone or something in a particular way. Right? I am looking at this person and I perceive that they uh, do not like the summer. Obviously, they like the winter because they are really, 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 every time I see them, they are complaining about how hot it is, right? So, obviously, this person, they, they like cooler weather, amen? So, to perceive, become aware or conscious of something, uh, to come to understand something. And most oftentimes, I like these similarity words. One of the first words is discern. That is the word we're looking for, discern. Because we can't just look at someone and then gather, uh, I guess, uh, get a hypothesis, amen, or gather uh, facts about someone that are not true, amen. Gathering facts that is just, you know, just made up in our little heads, amen. No, that's not perceiving. Perceiving is to look and have, um, what's the word, Lord? To look and have um, evidence. Right? I have evidence that this person don't like it uh, being hot. Because every time we get together, they're complaining about the hot weather and how they hate being sweaty. Right? So, these, this is evidence going toward what I perceive. I perceive that they like fall and winter better than summer. Right? I can't just look at someone and perceive something just because I feel like it. Because I just feel like I don't like this person. No. It don't work like that. Perceiving comes from um, having evidence of something. Amen. Having evidence of characters and things like that. So, in verses 22, Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. Okay, and Paul had when as per, when perceiving this, Paul had to see, uh, gather facts, uh, see evidence that these people were superstitious. All right, superstitious. Um, when we look at this word here, superstitious, Paul uh say he 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 used a big word, but the word is small. Amen. He used a big word, but the word is small. Paul said. In all A-L-L things. Now, a person has to really, 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 really be superstitious for Paul to use the word in all things. Good God. Like, do you know how many things it is to do in this world? And Paul perceived that these people were superstitious in, uh, in everything they did. That's a that's that's saying a lot. Um, mythical is another name for superstitious. Okay, superstitious. Um, groundless. That means dwelling above in the stars. That means if 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 a person is groundless, it means that their thoughts are always you know bouncing around in the in the galaxy. Unfounded, unprovable, right? Unprovable, unfounded, mythical, uh, irrational. So superstitious. Paul said, in all things, uh, you are too superstitious. So these people were a certain type of people. 23, for as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription. To the unknown God. Wow. Paul says, I I, I was going by, I was passing by, and 
I, I was I was looking at your devotions, and I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Now, most people these days would be like, mind your business, right? Mind your business. If you was passing by, you should have just kept walking. Amen. You should have just kept going. Mind your business. But uh, Paul felt led to address these men of Athens. Amen. Paul felt led to address okay these because this is this is what he was to do amen this is what he was to do all right paul felt led okay so moving on moving on moving on moving on the inscriptions to the unknown god whom therefore Ye ignorantly worship him, declare I unto you. Okay. 24 says, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heavens and earth, excuse me, seeing that he is Lord of heaven, singular, and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands he dwelleth not in temples made with hands neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things alright 26 and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and have determined the things before appointed and the bounds of their habitation 27 says that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him though he be not afar excuse me though he be not Far from every one of us. For in him. This is where we want to get to. Right? In him. We live. Alright? And move. And have our being. Amen? As certain also... Of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Amen. For we are also his offspring. So it's in him, in the Lord of hosts, we live. If there's anyone else out there, okay, that's trying to live. Outside of the Lord of hosts, then they are appearing to live, but they're not really living. Amen. They're not really living. They're appearing to live. Okay. Now, it's more tedious than just saying, in him we live. Um, In order to be in him, we go back to Psalms chapter 92. One Psalms ninety one. In him we live, all right, we move and we have our being. Psalms chapter ninety one is gonna read like this He that dwelleth in the secret place. Of the most high shall abide, live under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, in order to abide in the secret place of the most high, okay, we have to be... One, Jesus said, I am the way, 
the truth, and the life. In order for us to abide in the secret place in Psalms 9 and 1, we have to go through the door of Jesus who said, I am the way. If, in fact, we decide that we we don't mind Jesus that much in order to get to God, I'll get... You know, Jesus, I don't really like you that much, but I'll go through you to get to God. It ain't that serious, right? If we have this attitude, uh, we don't really appreciate nothing Jesus did. Don't really appreciate who Jesus was as a person, what he did, you know, his stand, the way he walked. We don't really, if we don't really appreciate that, but we know we got to go through the door to get to God, then, hey, we'll go through the door to get to God, all right? So we go through the door to get to God. But see, the only thing about that is, Jesus already said in his word that I am, and he started with, the way. Okay? So there is a particular way mm -hmm, that we have to walk uh -huh, in order uh -huh, to get to God. You hear me? There is a particular way that you and I have to consciously every day walk. There is a particular way that you and I every day, con uh, we consciously and continuously have to think. Okay? There is a particular way that you and I have to consciously, consciously and continuously have to act out. Act out what? Act out the ways of the Lord. Amen. It, until it becomes a uh, second nature, then we're in the practicing. Every day we're practicing, but sometimes we can practice so long until this thing becomes second nature now. Amen. Some things of the Lord can become second nature now. Amen. Other things we continue to pray about. Amen. But we also receive the Lord's help in these areas. We don't use this as an excuse. So in order for us to live to move in him Paul says in him we live we move we have our being who are we we are being the sons and daughters of God now people can say we are human beings okay I, I give you that they did say we people do say we're human beings but are we are we a people that are being superstitious like in the middle of Mars Hill? Are we a people that are being superstitious? Are we a people that are being ignorant? Saying that we can do and say anything and we are still the offspring of God? Are we that type of people? Because it is a lot of um, confused individuals running around. And the enemy knows if I allow them to get a hold to this power, which is the word of God, but they don't have anything else that they need. The only thing they have is knowledge of scripture. I can corrupt these people so fast. So fast. But the walk by faith is what's necessary. Amen. The way. Jesus said, I am the way. The reason he said this is because he knows the way is necessary. If we don't walk in his statutes and his laws and his commandments and in the ways of God, all of the other things are, you know, it, 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 it doesn't make sense to try to do them because... I mean, we get it wrong. We get it wrong because we're trying to do it in our own way. There are ways that seem right, but the end thereof is death. What are the ways that seem right, but is death? When, when we do not mirror being God's offspring. Do you know what offspring? Do you know how? Do you know what offspring is? And 
if you don't, then I would say look at your children. Amen. If you have kids, look at your kids. If you can see yourself in your kids, um, that's your offspring. When the Lord looks down here at us, he should be able to see himself. himself all right? Not something we done conjured up and made, but himself as a person. Offspring. It says a person's child or children. The product or result of something. All right. Child or children. So when, when the Lord looks at us and he tells us to go through the door of Jesus, he didn't say have a knowledge. I want you to have a knowledge of Jesus before you can get to me. That's not what he said. You've got to go through the door. All right. Go through the door. And if there is something in the door, when I go, when I went in, when I came into this room, time I entered underneath the door, I started coughing and sneezing. It is, is it some type of allergic reaction in this room? Right? So in order to go through the door of Jesus, that means when I, when I, when I went underneath the threshold, something was supposed to happen to me. You know, something on the inside, on my insides, was supposed to happen when I went not had a knowledge of Jesus because, oh, I'm so smart. No, when I went through the door because I realized how low, how sick, and how abominable I really was, and how I needed Jesus. Because a lot of people don't go through the door because they already feel like they're intelligent. They feel like they know everything. They're prideful. These people, these people are prideful. But when a person realizes that I am a rich, I was a rich undone. I was just milliseconds from busting hell wide open. And Jesus found me right in the nick of time. These are the ones that really go through the door. Others, they have a knowledge of the door. They analyze the door. They stand back and perceive, right? But they don't really go through the door. They analyze. And then they analyze the people that's, that, that went through the door. And they analyze how these people are acting now. And doubt, and, then, and, and if you listen to them, it sounds real good. It sounds like they know what they're talking about. It sounds like they went through the door themselves when a lot of times that's not even the case. A lot of times we are dealing with spectators. Uh-huh. When they when when we don't mirror the offspring of Christ, we we're dealing or or we are or have become spectators. We sit and perceive the door. How tall is the door? How wide is the door? When does the door show up? Okay, there's the door. Okay, look, somebody's going in the door. Okay, in a couple of weeks, we'll check back and see how they're acting. Okay, it seems like they're different, but they're the same. Okay, they don't do that no more. Okay, they don't talk like that anymore. Okay, they don't act like that anymore. Okay, and as we continue to watch... We have to be careful that we don't spend our whole life analyzing and watching others. And we ourselves have not went through the door. You know what I'm saying? Because our minds are so powerful, saints. When a person say, you've been brainwashed. Do you believe that it is it, that, that a person can be brainwashed? Do you believe that? Well, saints, I'm here to tell you that a person really can be brainwashed. Why? How do I know? Well, because the Lord, if we allow him with the washing of the water of the word, he wants to brainwash me and you. Amen. And how we see things. He wants to wash our brains, give us a new mind, the mind that was also in Christ. Guess what? 
if we have the mind of Christ, guess what else? We're going to have the way of Christ. And inside of this way lies life. Inside of this way lies you and me, you and I, us's, lies us being the Lord's offspring. We're being his offspring. And don't you know that in his offspring lies the miracles, signs, and wonders as well? Do you know it's a miracle these days to be able to forgive people? Do you, do you believe that? Do you know it's a miracle to act as if nothing has happened? Do you know that's a miracle? Do you perceive that this is a miracle? Or do you still think the only miracles around is when a person gets up out of the wheelchair? Do you believe that a miracle can be... Um, something other than opening the blind eyes. Now, opening the blind eyes, people, uh, the lame being able to walk, the dumb being able to talk, all of these things are great, great, great miracles. But another great, great, great miracle, and this miracle to me is greater now. You got to listen to me. This miracle to me is so great, okay, because... Listen to this. A person being able to forgive and act like it's, it hasn't happened. And when I use the word act, I use this word lightly because it's easy to act something out. But then, hey, a couple of weeks pass by and boom, there it is. Why? Well, because you can only act a certain way for so long. But do you believe it's a miracle to literally walk as nothing has happened? Meaning, you, you've allowed the Lord to wash your heart, wash your mind, cleanse you, learn the lesson, and keep moving. Do you believe that? Well, let me tell you something. That, 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 that is a miraculous miracle. Let me tell you why. Because there are many that are blind, and they can still enter into the kingdom of God. Yeah. There are many that are, are are lame and they can't walk. But they can they can still enter into the kingdom of God. There are those that only have one arm. Some maybe only have one leg. Some do not have the mobility, the mobility of their legs yet. Or maybe their spinal cord is not strong enough yet. It's not to say the Lord won't heal them. But it is to say if they pass away, they still yet, just like me and you, have a chance at eternal life with the Lord. But do you know... That a person that has two arms, two legs, two feet, ten toes, nine, what we got, eight fingers and two thumbs. They have the ability to see. They're perfectly healthy. But yet, they harbor unforgiveness. Do you know this person is damned? Yeah. This person. Now, this this person. This person has a destiny with hell. Why? Because their spirit rejects the very reason the way came. Their spirit rejects the very truth and life. 
their spirit rejects the way which is Jesus their spirit rejects the truth which is Jesus their spirit is so lethal it rejects life so now do you believe that forgiveness is a miracle from God it is saints it is forgiveness is a miracle from God forgiveness is one of the quietest miracles a person can ever receive do you believe a person that has been touched when they were a child they grew up the person told them don't tell nobody kept telling them don't tell nobody and once they got grown the don't tell nobody's all of it all of it linked together to form a big massive wall of nobody touch me nobody uh nobody I, I you know don't like i don't like men anymore don't like women anymore okay it led to perversion led to all of these different led to drugs to drown out the memories led to alcohol to drown out the memories it led to acting out all type of ways to drown out the me- the memories okay it led to many 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 things now this person uh, has a kid okay and with having a kid now there's another whole life they have to go through what this individual has went through amen because they went through as a child grew up as an adult have this massive wall of unforgiveness now some type of way they have a child this child has to go through everything and the actions and ways of the adult that's still harboring unforgiveness and so now you just have a you have two generations of people that are going through because this innocent child was touched And this person now that is an adult, they they can't forgive. They just couldn't forgive. But one day Jesus passed by that way. Uh-oh. And Jesus stopped by. And it wasn't because they had $2,000 to give him. But Jesus, being compassionate, stopped by and touched that person's heart. Now, this person can live again. This person was living in death. So now this person can live again. And not just this person, but the seed connected to this person can live again. And now this person forgives the very one that took their innocence. Is that not a miracle to you? Sometimes we look at forgiveness like, oh, you're supposed to do it. Oh, you're supposed to do it. No, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more than that. It takes God. It takes a person being found in the way. Because if it's not true forgiveness, oh, it's coming back up again. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I get you for you get me. I get you for you get me. That's worldly. It's secular. But when we're talking about the forgiveness of the Lord, it's miraculous. It is. Jesus being on the cross and he says uh, 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 weep not for me but weep for yourselves and for your children and he cries out to the Lord uh, uh, why have thou forsaken me right why have you left me and then he says I think it's Eli Eli lama sabbathini why have you forsaken me why have you left me and and the very ones that are doing these things to Jesus he says Lord he says father Forgive them for they know not what they do. Huh? So you want that mind to be in me. Well, Lord, what about the ones that's going to push my buttons just to check them out? They've been watching. They've been observing. But now I'm going to push these buttons just to check them out and see if they work. See if these still work. See if this still work. Sylvester, what about those? Forgive them. Forgive them. I heard one pastor say, well, these right here, they know what they're doing. Well, 
my thoughts on that is people feel like they know what they're doing. They really don't. They really don't. Because listen to this. If Jesus, he's part of the sky now, and every eye has seen him, everybody's taking a knee. And you have the atheists, you have the Buddhists, you have the um, Muslims, you have the seven-day Venice, you have the Christians, you have the Hebrew Israelites, you have all these different type of people. Every single body taking a knee, Satan worshipers, to everybody taking a knee to Jesus. Everybody confessing that he is Lord. I'm talking about even the ones that attend church settings, but they don't really allow the Lord to fully wash them and cleanse them. These, everybody. Everybody. Because most often times when we say, oh, these know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. So, well, most often times when we say that, we are talking about people that are supposed to be saved, but they just don't look like offspring. You know what I'm saying? They look like own spring or something else but they don't look like offspring right so we everybody's taking a knee and everybody now is in total unison that jesus is lord right and now it's it's not something that in the back of our minds we feel is fabricated it's not something that in the back of our minds is like, well, what if ain't none of this stuff real? What if it really is something the slaves people did? You know, they go around. You know, they the taskmasters gave us this word just to keep us under bondage. It's foolish. It's foolish. Amen. If, if, we, have, if we haven't learned nothing from taskmasters, we've learned this and we know it better than probably they did. Go in this book. Go in the word of God and find what is going to benefit you and preach it to death. Okay? If money is what's going to benefit me, I'm going to find every ever-loving scripture on prosperity. And I'm going to preach it until you die. I'm going to preach it until you just explode. If I feel like something else is what I want to teach and and, and I'm going to find that scripture and I'm going to keep preaching it and keep preaching it so the taskmasters were the main ones to show us okay go in the word and don't eat the whole roll just find you one little thing that's going to benefit you and just keep harping on it none of us are with excuse so We have everybody that have bowed down their knees. And now everybody really know against their thoughts, against their flesh, that God is God and Jesus is Jesus. Now, now we can talk. But most often times, I don't care how many people go to church and how many people pay tithes and offerings. There are many that still believe that Jesus is just something to do. And these that believe that Jesus is just something to do on the weekend. Or Jesus is just, it's not an everyday life thing. When people believe this way, then they don't really represent or really reflect the being, the offspring of the Lord. So when we say they know what they're doing, they really don't. Because they're ignorant of the the whole truth. Now they may get the same word you're getting. And you may take that word and pray with it. And allow that seed to be sown in good ground in your heart. And allow it to grow and grow and produce nice fruit. Then they don't, it doesn't say the next person is going to let that, that seed do that. The seed might fall on stony ground with them. They might not be in a place in their life where they have opened themselves up to the word of God, to the knowledge of God, to the revelation of who God is in their life. They might not just, they may just be somebody that just like to just go along and get along. While the word is working for you, the next person could have a stony heart. Right? 
And so when we say, because we believe, you be, you know just what like I know. You've been hearing the word just like I've been hearing the word. You you know, you're supposed to be walking this thing out just like me. So we and then they do us dirty. And we say, oh, oh, they know. Now these folk right here, now those over there, they don't know. Lord, forgive them. They don't know. But these right here, they know. You can't say that. We can't say that. Because we don't know people's walk. We don't. We can stand back. We might can perceive. We can give a guesstimate, estimate, right? But we don't really know unless we look at the fruit. And if the fruit is not looking like offspring, but they always at church, it means that Jesus is just something to do. So, until every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, people that do not look like the offspring of God, what what does what do I mean by look? I don't really mean by the way they dress or the way they their face is made or the way their body is made. You know how we say, Oh, she looks saved and he don't look saved. Well, I'm not really saying people that people that look like that. What I'm saying is a person with the fruit of the spirit, you can tell this person is saved, right? And even, and being able to tell this person is saved, they're going to try to not offend their brothers or sisters in Christ by covering up. So when you say that person looks saved, uh, most often times the Lord has done a work within them. Amen. And this is why you can see it on the outside now. Many times when you cannot see it on the outside, it's because the Lord, you know, either he's really not doing the work or... They don't allow him to touch that area. You can touch all this. And you can heal my finances. And you can heal my my relationships. And you can heal this and you can heal that. But when you go to talking about my clothes and modesty and all that. I'm going to have to check you on that. Right? But some of us have taken the brakes off. Amen. And we allow the Lord to do the inner work. Which is going to be like a fountain. The fountain, the water is on the inside, but the water comes up now, and it's all over now. It's all over. And this is what the power of the Lord does. He goes on the inside. He shows up on the outside. He becomes Christ in us, the hope of glory. How will we light a candle and hide it underneath a bushel? It just don't work. But when we light a candle, this candle is lit for everybody in passing to see. Everybody in passing can see this person is saved. Everybody in passing can see that man is saved. Do you believe it takes more to be able to see that a man is saved than it does to see that a woman is saved? I just believe that, saints. I believe it takes more to see that a man is saved than it does to see that a woman is saved. Amen. Because there's something that a female can do with the way she dresses in modest apparel. That is a given. Now, there are those that can dress in modest apparel. They're full of the devil. They're full of fleas like a dog. Amen. Their heart is ravenous. They're full of bitterness, resentfulness, unforgiveness, hatred, jealousy, malice, enviousness, all that combined. But yet they just so modest. They just so modest. Right? But then there are those that allow the Lord to do the work on the inside, and their modesty is true fruit the fruit the fruit tails the fruit for tails but then you have the men men can dress modest too they don't have all these tout these tight crotch jeans on right tight thigh jeans on uh and all this mess and they don't have these tight 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 low button shirts on right and men can be modest too but even when you see a man with jeans on or 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 khakis or briefs or whatever on and they're not tight you see a man with a nice he 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 looks nice it still don't mean that this man is safe it just means that oh he look good right so there so with the man that's made in the image of god it seems like it takes more for the man to for it's for someone else to step step back and perceive that this man is saved 
should step back and perceive that this man is filled with something different than what I'm filled with. It takes this man being in a workplace. We're looking at the workplace. It takes this man being sanctified and set apart. It takes this man being of uh, a reserve. This man seems reserved, right? This man, he he don't dress like everybody else. But to be honest, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for other women in this aspect. I don't really... The only time I notice that a man is being outlandish or the only time I notice that a, ma- a male is being too much and trying to keep up with trends and stuff is when I see one that's trying to keep up with trends. You know what I'm saying? When I see one trying to keep up with trends, they say the trends, they the trends, then I see, yeah, you, he, he needs a little help because it's not, it's not with keeping up with the times and these clothes that these folks is producing. That ain't even, what is that? What is that anyway? You know what I'm saying? What is that? Keeping up with the world. What kind of mess is that? Right? So, but when I look at a man, just in passing, and I see one that is not trying to keep up with trends, it don't cross my mind. Hey, that's a man that's not trying to keep up with trends. It doesn't cross my mind at all, right? But when I see one that is trying to keep up with trends, boom. It's like it's like something that walks before them that says, look at me, I'm in style. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, this spirit that walks before them. Yeah, and which is when I look at them, that's the first thing I think of is, that is ridiculous. Wow, they really do care about what other folks think about them. Wow, they really care. You can't care what other folks think about you and please God. You can either please them or you please God. You can't do both. So if I see a man that's really into trends, then it then it then it hits me because it's a presence that walk with these folks. And this presence is I look confident, but I really care what the next person think of me. I'll tell you what I what I mean. They got on tight jeans or tight briefs or tight pants, tight shirt, low button, some kind of ridiculous hair. Shoes look like church shoes or penny loafers with no socks. I'd be like, Lord, thank you that I do not have to go home and smell them feet. But hey, you trendy though. Ooh, look at that trendy man of God. He trendy. Ooh, he trendy. Ooh, look at him. He trendy. I'm going to follow him because he trendy. You're going to have trendy people following you. Trendy. Yeah, we got we to gotta look like the world and we got to look like this. You're trendy, folks. Well, can let me let you know something. Jesus wasn't trendy. Jesus was who Jesus was. And he's the same yesterday, today, forevermore. Okay? And because he's the same, it, didn't, it means he didn't change with the wind. He didn't change with the world saying, okay, now we done with that. Now we finna do this. He didn't change with the world. This is what you call a timeless gospel. It didn't change with the winds and doctrines of devils. It's timeless. It means the same word that worked then is the same word that worked now. The same word that healed then is the same word that healed now, delivers now, set free now. The same word. The same word. So, you look at a man and he's not trendy. He has on his clothes and he looks good. He looks good trend doesn't even come to mind why because that's a spirit that's why these folks they they don't understand that's a spirit that makes them try to keep up yeah gotta gotta keep up gotta keep it that's a spirit so when i look at a man that's not trendy now if, if 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 you are a person that's very 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 i gotta be trendy i'm trendy i'm trendy hey kudos kudos to you you might would notice talking to females 
or males, you might would notice that that man is not trendy. Why? Because trend is something that you love to do. That's that's you, okay? I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that if in this aspect you have to keep up with everything everybody else is doing, it don't stop there. You're gonna keep up with everything everybody else believe. You're gonna walk every you're gonna walk out the way everybody else says you're supposed to walk. And that's dangerous. That's what's dangerous. You gotta have your own mind. So if you are a very, very, very trendy person and you love keeping up with trends, okay, trends, then you might look at a man and notice he's not trending. But if you're one that you look at the more deeper things in life, the more things that matter, then when you look at a man, you don't realize that that man is not trendy. Because why? You see somebody that's timeless. That means he can walk in in 1960s. This same man with what he's got on, he can walk in in 1980s. This same man with what he got on, he can walk in 2000s. The same man with what he got on, he can walk in 2024. And he still looks presentable. He still looks decent. He still looks nice. This is what you call timeless. So this man is timely. He's got on timeless clothes. And he looked good. Right? And <clears throat> you notice that it, it, ta- it takes... And, I, and as I'm talking, it, it may take the same thing for women. It just seems like it's easier for a woman to throw on a certain amount of clothes and she looks safe. But when it comes to a man... You just have to watch a little bit deeper to see that there's something different about them. Now, of course, when you see them, you should be able to see God. But a lot of times, people try to override that. Amen. And these days, everybody's looking for fruit. So when you see this man, this man is dressed timeless. He's looking good and looking nice. And something else about this man is he's reserved. He's not all got to be the life of the show, the life of the party, just har, 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 laughing at all the dirty old nasty jokes. And this man is not doing all that. This man seems like he's his own man. This man, now that I'm looking, now that we're looking together, this man has a quiet confidence about himself. And as I'm looking, it ain't like he's got all the freshest J's on. The J's are going to come out tomorrow. He's, He's standing out there waiting in line for all these precious J's. And he's standing out there. He's waiting for the for the jersey to hit the shelf. And no, this man is this man is not confident because he got the newest shoes on. Nah. That confidence only lasts so long. Cause when you got somebody that don't care about shoes, now you're not confident no more. Because they don't care about shoes in the first place. This man is not confident because he has the newest jersey. This man is not confident because he has the newest car. Because when you got somebody that don't really care about cars, where do your confidence go? But this man has his confidence even though he has to walk to work. He don't have a car. He's saving up for a car. And this man has to walk to work, but yet he looks nice. He seems friendly, but he's not overbearing and he has a confidence that's out of worldly this this man there's something about him it's almost like the burning bush Now, a female, I don't know how men think about females, but I can tell you from a female's perspective that 
it's like looking at a burning bush when you see a man like this. And this man, this man is not just any man. This man is a son of God. But you don't know that. You're just looking and perceiving. And what you see is astounding because you see these women, especially when they walk by him, especially when he's around, they just find reasons to just bend over. Oh, I just got to pick up the flow. (laughs) Let me pick this flow up. I need somebody. Can somebody help me pick it up? They just, it's just like they back just give out. They just bend over. It, as soon as they get around him, they get to bending. Maybe it's the animal in them. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. But they ain't bending their knees. They bending, they, they bending at the hip. They want the man to see what they got to offer. Look at all this. Look at all this. Yet, as I'm looking at him and I'm looking at them being wild, wild as they come, bending over it all, they just can't wait to bend over. And I'm looking at him and he is guarding his eyes by turning to do something else as he noticed these fast tail women that's trying to get his attention. And it's like, I can't stop watching this guy. Because anybody else would have jumped at the opportunity to pick which flavor they wanted for the day. Because women have become flavors now. We used to have ladies that were modest. We used to have a lot of ladies that were classy, but these days, not so much. It's rare to find a good lady that is of quality. So he is looking nice, he's dressed nice, he's friendly. He's reserved. He's confident. And he kind of sort of reminds me of a king. The offspring. There are those that talk a lot. I'm a son of God. I'm a I'm a son of God. I'm a son of the king. I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a this, I'm a that. You just be quiet. Let me be the judge. Right? Just be quiet and let me watch. Let me watch when you don't know I'm watching. And I'll let you know if you're a son of God. I'll let you know if you're a son of the king. I'll let you know. Right? It's in him we live. It's in him we move. And it's in him that we have our being. Many have sat and watched the door. And because they've watched the door for so long, they feel like they're in the door. But it's something different that happens when we go in the door. When we go in the door... We begin to experience a different us. We begin to experience miraculous miracles of forgiving unforgivable situations. We begin to experience the love of Christ. We begin to experience these things. This is when we can call ourselves 
saved. It doesn't mean that we don't have battles. It doesn't mean that we don't have shortcomings. But it means that now, yes, we are, in fact, walking by faith and not by sight. This is when we can be Psalms 91 strong. He that dwelleth in the secret place. The only way to get to the secret place is to go by way of Jesus Christ, which is the blood of the Lamb and the washing of the water by the word. After we become clean, we get to enter into the secret place of the Most High. We get to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Do you believe that? How do you see it? In the name of Jesus. Saints, I love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name.